Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the station, its staff, management, or ownership. Well, on Q92, it's time for another get-together with In the Moment with intuitive medium Deborah Hanlon. Deborah, good to have you back. Good morning. Good to be here. Last time we got together... We discussed all kinds of topics in one show, and we're going to go back and revisit one of those in just a moment. But first, coming up this Wednesday, it's Wine and Spirits at the West Hills Country Club in Middletown, one of our favorite places. I have yet to be there for a Wine and Spirits event, but you and Michelle both have been raving about it. Yeah, they do an amazing job. They really do. And I know Michelle and I always joke that we kind of meet each other over at the carving station and, <laughs> you know, they advertise as hors d'oeuvres and it's just definitely, it's a, it's a full meal. It really is. Lots of wonderful food, cash bar starting at six o'clock, seven o'clock. Deborah takes the stage, connects with our, our loved ones on the other side. And tickets are still available, but not many. Don't be shut out of this one. 845 790 1775 this Wednesday night, West Hills Country Club in Middletown, Wine and Spirits. As we always say, Michelle will take care of the wine, Deborah <laughs> takes care of the spirits. Find out more at q92hv.com. Now, last time we got together, I think we confused a lot of people, <laughs> as we tend to do on this show, because among other things, we were talking about the concept of time. Mm-hmm. And and we heard from Bob in Hyde Park. And Bob, mm-hmm. and I can't even begin to read this because he's, he's got his own <laughs> theories on it. But I, when you start to look at this, the, the whole concept of our concept of time is nothing more than an illusion, a concept. What is it? It is an illusion. And this is, I mean, literally our brains will be hurting as we discuss this and as you're listening to it because it's, it is so... Um, anti-intuitive, contrary to what we we are conditioned to believe. But time exists literally on this planet because the sun, you know, the, the earth is rotating and the sun pops up in the morning and creates an illusion of time, literal time. So is there time in our human self? And today, yes, it's 8 a.m. It's a Saturday morning. So, yes, there's there's time in that manner. Yes. But when you're talking about life and um energy there's no there's no um there is no sun you know we're we're going vastly amount you know into the entire universe so you cannot even quantify time the way we do here that's one two as we and this i mean people are going to go like what are you talking about i don't understand but we age if there was no time how do we not age and all of this stuff too but um the universe itself is so vast that across the universe, what has occurred according to our concept of time millions of years ago is actually occurring right at this moment as well. <laughs> this is mind boggling. I think I've stepped into a Star Trek episode. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> uh, this is all the on the premise of quantum physics, which I have been reading about quantum physics literally since I'm 10 years old because I've been obsessed with energy and and how all of this sort of makes sense in the world. And like, as we all know, I need things to make sense. I need that proof. I need logic behind everything I talk about. And 
quantum physics, I mean, even to this day, there's there's more and more theories coming out literally every single day about the nature of of molecules, the nature of matter, how we are really at the the subatomic level. We are just vibration that we are actually not physical matter itself, that we're just different variations of vibration. So when you throw that in there. You're thinking, wait, what are we? What are, what are you talking about? I can see you. You can see me. But on the vast scale of the universe, we're really just a vibration. <laughs> Even if you own a new Camaro, you're still a <laughs> You vibrate. might have a higher vibration. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. Or lower, depending on how you view Camaros. Oh, it depends. <laughs> yeah. 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 So how, yeah. Does, how does that fit in to what we do on a day-to-day basis how does that fit in well on one level and I, and I again I talk about this in my book that there there are really two selves there's this smaller human self and the human self has to operate according to that sun you know we do have to be at work at a certain time and that's that's clear and and if you're going to a play it's going to be beginning at a certain time it's going to end at a certain time so our human self has to operate with the rules of the time that we understand, but our higher self or our spirit self, our soul, I mean, there's so many different words for it. We need to start realizing that we are so infinite. You know, our energy field itself is infinite, that we are, again, these little reflections, little specks of energy itself across all of time. It's that it's that concept of your higher self is is a constant energy. It's a constant so it transcends time. It's it's beyond this this time that doesn't exist. Does the time exist on the other side? Because you've talked about so much that you've learned, and, that, and that's what the whole book is about. <laughs> right. How does that factor in the other side versus where we are? Well, that's that's I guess that is truly the point, is that no, there is no time on the other side whatsoever. They are in, I use the analogy in the book as far as when the other side, it's like if we are stuck in traffic here, and we have a big, huge Mack truck as humans. We have a big Mack truck in front of in front of us, and we cannot see what the cause of this accident is. We cannot see why we're in traffic. We we don't know how long it is until the the jam clears up. So we're stuck, and we're thinking, "Oh my gosh, this isn't going well." Blah blah blah. We're starting to get tense. Our higher selves, or what we return to when we've crossed over, is like a traffic helicopter. It's hovering over the entire scene. It sees. It saw the accident itself happening. It saw the backup. It sees how far away in in the past or going back in traffic that this jam is tying up. It sees how far ahead of you it is. It sees um, when it will clear up. So it has this vision and view, if you will, of all of the time, all of the scenario. So it's not worried ever because it says, oh, yeah, this is an accident. This has happened. These 500 cars behind this accident are supposed to be held up for X, Y, and Z reasons. You know, everything is in its place and in its order. So they are seeing, if you will, and I'm not saying seeing with their eyes. They are understanding the concept that why everyone is exactly in the spot in the space that they're in. So that they don't worry. So if we can, in that moment, 
And, and I use that analogy as if there's a difficult time in your life and you can't see what's ahead. So many times we're like, we can't see. We don't know what's coming next. Well, Deborah, I'd relax if I knew I was going to get that job. Or, you know, I would know I would feel better if I knew that I would absolutely be able to have a baby someday or whatever our stuff is here that is stressing us out. That's like us being stuck behind this Big Mac truck and we're just oblivious and we don't know what's coming next. We don't know how long we have to be in this tortured state. But our human self or our higher self, I'm sorry, will see the over the entire picture and say, no, don't worry. It's all perfect. It's all aligned. Everything is in its order. So that's that's the analogy of that no time concept. But they're able to understand and see all of it from past the current present and all the ramifications from it. And all we can see is the present. And that's what we normally do not see. Exactly. Exactly. Isn't that that ironic? (laughs) Because we're busy worried about the past and the future. Exactly. When the present is just going by. (laughs) Truly, which is which is why there's no time. We're stuck in that whole conundrum. You you we're in the moment with Deborah Hanlon this morning (laughs) on Q92. You mentioned the word perfect, Mm. that it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Are we to assume that? As things go on in our lives, good, bad, indifferent, that that particular event is somehow perfect? Yes. And this is such a concept because we're always striving for perfection. But if we see and stop and realize, okay, everything is exactly as it is supposed to be in tandem with everything else. And when I say everything else, I'm literally talking about, you know, some remarkable species of butterflies that are flying around South America right now, you know, truly everything and everyone else. So in that analogy that I just brought up in my book, I mentioned how you might be headed to the airport and you're stuck in that traffic and you're now going to miss your flight. And that human who's going to miss their flight is probably ranting and raving, probably nervous, getting on the phone, making calls, like just complete upset. However, back at that airport, there is someone there waiting for a seat. (laughs) And that person might be waiting for a seat because they need to get to a loved one who's, you know, dying in the hospital or about to have a baby or is going to graduate or who knows. And that accident (laughs) that you missed your flight actually opened up a seat for someone else who needed it. And if we can think in those terms and realize, you know what, this is bigger than me. This is larger than what, you know, it's life isn't just our tunnel vision. You know, the universe, uh, people call it God, energy, spirit. I mean, there's so many different words, views of it or not of it. That energy field has us all in its highest good. It's for everyone. So, yes, you've missed your flight, but someone else benefited from it. And if we can think that way and go, okay, you know what? I'm happy for that person. Maybe they needed it more than we did. You know, maybe, maybe you're the one trying to get to the flight to go to a loved one who's passed. Maybe you weren't supposed to be there. Maybe that if we just slow ourselves down and realize I don't like it, we might not like it, but everything is in your perfect highest good. Life changes dramatically instead of fighting against it and having so much resistance because we we can't control we can't control the accident we can't control our spot in it we can't control missing that flight we just can at some point so we have to control how we respond to life which our response is what truly puts us in alignment with that word perfect that it's all in perfect alignment we can't decide then what is perfect 
we definitely cannot decide. What we think is perfect is nothing. No, absolutely not perfect. How many times have you, you know, and this is for everybody out there to think that you wanted something to go a certain way and it took a left turn and it wound up working out way better than you even imagined. You know, how many times did that happen? We're all such control freaks. We really are. We want things to go this way. And it's okay to have a vision by all, for certain. It's okay to have that vision and, and desire and want things to be a certain way. That's fine. A goal, that's important. To be attached to absolutely the outcome, the way you specifically wanted and needed it to be, that's when we get ourselves into trouble. That can be the most difficult part of of anyone's life then, too, because it's the why does it happen to me? Why can't it go the way I I know it should go? Even (laughs) you are absolutely certain that you know this is the way it should be, you have to accept the possibility that... You might be wrong. Yes, exactly. Imagine that. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. You're wrong. Uh-oh. Yes. And but see, that to me is is very humbling. It's very humbling where I go, oh, my gosh. Wow. And I always feel like and I don't like it when it's happening to me. I don't like it either. But then there's that moment where it's like, wow, I'm not in charge. And that's there's some level of relief to that, that I don't have to figure out every detail the way I need it to be. There's a lot of relief and a lot of surrender to that. A lot of handing over saying, OK, make this make this for mine and everyone else around me's high as best. That's that is the mantra that needs to come with it. It's a mindset. It is 100 percent a mindset. And have I said, oh, my gosh, why does this happen to me? Oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Nothing goes smoothly. (laughs) Yes, I've said all those things. So but I've seen in my life so many times where and, you know, I've mentioned family fallout and all of that before. And I see how I mean, I was devastated. A lot of things that have devastated my life. And I'm certain all of you out there. But then it's sort of like, you know what? It's it's it is all for the best. I don't I still don't know why or how, but I do feel that. So it's you just don't know, even though you don't want it. <laughs> you just don't know. So if you can surrender even just a little teeny bit to that possibility, then you open up a massive amount of possibilities. The other way we limit ourselves. This has to go this way. My life has to look this way. Then you're really creating a very, very, very narrow possibility for your life. When you mentioned before being the correct thing not only for yourself but for everyone and everything, that that's a much bigger picture. It is a much bigger picture. And again, it takes the pressure off of everything having to be for you. You know, a lot of times, you know, I, I'm living my life. No one else is living my life for me. So I am the only one living it. But at the same time, I'm not the only one who's important. <laughs> and I think a lot of times we have to remember that of like, oh, I wanted it this way. Well, you know what? In that traffic jam scenario, I wanted it this way. But you know what? That person at the airport, they wanted it a certain way, too. And it's now working out for them. And and truly, I mean, it's such a a very high way of thinking. It's a very high consciousness of realizing that, wow, I'm not the only person here that's that's struggling. What about all the people in this traffic line that, you know, are on the way to the hospital, too? You know, you're just it, you, it, you get out of that egocentric oh my gosh, why is this happening to me? As if you're the only one on the planet that's been inconvenienced. And that's important. It's We need to be humbled. We need to go, you know what? In the spectrum of life, how bad is this? Let's think of the person in the accident. Let's think of their, if they're injured. Let's think of their family getting that phone call. Let's think of the, the car that's now crushed. Let's think of the tow truck people that now have to come in. I mean, there's so many things involved that it's not just about us. It's, it does follow what we spoke about last time, too, that you spoke about 
about everything, all of us being connected. Mm-hmm. And that really illustrates it so much more. Absolutely. And that's truly the point in, of this scenario is that there was a purpose. You know, a lot of times I get so many people that say, I've brought this up before, I'm just a waiter, or I'm a just a this, or I'm just a that. Well, that tow truck driver is just, quote unquote, a tow truck driver. Well, in that moment, he was the person that that whole line of traffic needed to remove the car in the accident. So he served a very big purpose. And how many people are are thinking that and saying in their head, thank you. Thank you for doing that. I mean, I literally drive on the roads and truly as I pass construction workers, I thank them and send energy thinking, my gosh, nobody's thinking of them. But you know what? If it weren't for them, I would be driving on a very bumpy road right now. You know, how many, my goodness, I love all my McDonald's workers because I constantly stop at McDonald's (laughs) and get coffee and I thank them for being there because if they weren't there, how the heck would I get coffee? Because God knows I'm not making it myself anymore. <laughs> so not many years. My goodness. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the old, um, it seems to fit with the old saying, and I'll get this wrong. There are no small parts, only small actors when you were talking about, you know, being in a, in a show. Everybody's mm. part, no matter how you perceive it, is equally important. Absolutely. Absolutely. From the woman who hands me my coffee, coffee to the heart surgeon at, you know, Columbia Presbyterian, that it's, it's all the same. It's, and it's all the same energy. And it's just us, our human selves, that places a variation of importance, which is why we're all so miserable. Because, you know, it creates misery. If you think someone's less than, then that's really, really, really unfortunate. We're in the moment with Deborah Hanlon here on Q92. Uh, her new book coming soon. We'll talk about that specifically in just a few minutes. We were speaking just moments ago, too, about things not going exactly the way we perceive that they should be going. Mm-hmm. We've already decided what is, quote unquote, perfect for us. The The thing that occurs to me is so clear in that scenario, these scenarios, too, is the loss of a job. Mm-hmm. And I see that situation over and over again, that the loss of a particular job is the end of the world as we know it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is in the beginning of the world as you don't know it. Exactly. And I, you can tell a million stories of people. Exactly. And and again, this is the entire premise of the book because the loss of a job is a death. It is a death of an identity. It's a death of a routine. It's a death of a pattern. And if we can see that that loss of a job, yes, it creates disharmony. It creates, you know, chaos in your life. It creates, you know, financial strain, whatever comes with it. But then you move through it and past it. And if we can start seeing that death in general, because we usually think death is just human death. You know, we're here, we're not. And I really, truly, my whole goal is to change the perception of what death is. Death is not an ending. It is completely a transition. Like you said, it's, you know, and I quote this, my favorite song by Enya is called Anywhere Is. And it says every new beginning is an old beginning's end. (laughs) And so, which is exactly what you're saying. And if we can realize that, like, we don't like it. I'm not saying you have to like it. <laughs> and that's the, you know, that's the generation we're in now. Like, oh, it's got to be, we got to be comfortable. We have to be nice. We have to be this. We have to be that. No, we don't. Nope. It's our discomfort that causes change. It's our discomfort that causes transition. So the the death of a job or a loss of a job is something that actually has the potential to open you up to something new that you didn't think of. And I always say it's the universe's way of saying, you know what, you don't belong there anymore. You're not supposed to be there. And since you're not pulling the plug on yourself on this job, the universe is going to make that change for you. And it's always perfect. 
Always perfect. Mm-hmm. May not be, well, maybe irritating. <laughs> yes, and absolutely stressful. <laughs> but it's always perfect. It's always perfect. And if you can keep that mindset, then you align yourself with it. How hard is it to then believe that if the universe is perfect, that then somehow so are you? Yeah. Well, people, people I think, are almost shy to be able to, like, how dare you say that? Your higher self, that spirit, that energy self is absolutely perfect. That essence, that energy is the exact same in all of us. So that is, in fact, perfect. Our human selves are not perfect. (laughs) We because we have resistance, we have anger, we have, you know, the way we react, we have limited thoughts, we think, you know, this way has to be this way, or this religion's the right one, or, you know, that's all human stuff. It's very, very one sided, very limited. If you can associate human with limitation, and energy or higher self or spirit self with endless possibilities, your life will change. And we're both. We are both. We are made of both. Which one do you want to operate out of more? Which one do you think is going to give you, a, if nothing else, just a higher quality, more fulfilling life? You can. People out there can make that decision. Do you want to be hung up on every little human aspect of life? Or would you like to open yourself up to something so much bigger than yourself? Open yourself up. Yes. But the word open sometimes gives you the feeling of being then vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> Dare we be vulnerable? <laughs> the only good changes and remarkable changes I've ever made in my life were when I made myself vulnerable. And it stinks. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. I remember the first time going on the radio. You know, I, gosh, that's probably 10 years now. Terrified. Could not sleep. Terrified, horrified, sick to my stomach. You know, just horrified. Didn't want to do it. Tried to talk myself out of it. I'd already made a commitment. You know, all of that stuff. But you know what? I was made myself vulnerable and look. So I've never, I've never seen when you are consciously making yourself vulnerable consciously, and I'll discuss that in a minute versus unconsciously making yourself vulnerable gives you so much power, so much power because, you know, when I, and you come to my events and shows and I will, I will speak what I think and feel. (laughs) And I can sometimes be vulnerable. Sometimes I say things that are not popular, but are, are felt And I feel like, you know what? Oh, well, I've made myself vulnerable. This is my truth. I've talked about motherhood, how difficult motherhood is. And a lot of women will say, oh, my gosh, you can't say that. And I'm like, no, I can because I feel it. And that makes me vulnerable. People might have a perception of me about how I am with my children. I That's okay. I know it's true. And I also like to open up other mothers in that regard of saying, yeah, if you've been stressed out and you want to, like, tear your hair out, that's normal. (laughs) That's normal. So being vulnerable actually gives you more power consciously vulnerable unconsciously vulnerable means you're playing a victim role you're a bit of a martyr oh my gosh why do these things always happen to me this isn't right nothing you know i'm blaming everybody around me then you're just throwing you know your power away to everyone else and that's just not attractive we're in the moment with deborah hanlon here on q92 before we take our break let's talk about the book it's getting closer and closer now and when it arrives it'll be known as in the presence of proof, because like I said, I am in the presence of proof of the afterlife every single day. And I want to share that with people so that we can live better. This is not about, you know, by the time we get to the other side, we're going to go, my gosh, whew, we're glad that ride's over. You know, but how can we make our lives more meaningful, more fulfilling, 
more authentic in the here and now without all this fear and this, you know, let's let's empower ourselves to actually enjoy our lives as much as we possibly can. In the presence of proof. In the presence of proof. Available soon, and when it is, we'll tell you all about it. Deborah's website? DebraHanlon.com. Everything Deborah is right there. <laughs> yes. All right, right here, we're back in just a few moments with part two of today's show. It's In the Moment with Deborah Hanlon on the Hudson Valley's Q92. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.